1: strengthened in their faith, and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God.
2: Bless the Lord and welcome to For Science Sake. We thank you for joining us. with are the Volks. My name is Shelley.
3: And my name is June. Hi, everyone.
2: Well, Junie, we're coming to the close of another week of broadcasting. And for those who have been with us during the course of this week, you know we've been talking about the sufficiency of God. And on Monday, we looked at a number of scriptures that shows our need to rely on the Lord. For example, Jeremiah 10.23 says, I know, O Lord, that a man's way is not in himself, nor is it in man who walks to direct his steps. Proverbs 16.9 says, The mind of man plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. Proverbs twenty twenty four, Man's steps are ordained by the Lord. How then can man understand his way? Psalm 31, verse 3, For thou art my rock and my fortress, for thy name's sake. Thou will lead me and guide me, for thou art my strength. Psalm 32, verse 8, I will instruct you and teach you in the way in which you should go. I will guide you with my eye upon you. What a wonderful verse that God is waiting to guide us by his eye and and lead us. Then we spoke on Tuesday and Wednesday. For From Second Chronicles chapter 20, where three armies were going to attack Judah and Jehoshaphat the king, immediately where the people sought the face of the Lord. Part of his prayer was powerful. We'll find this in Second Chronicles 20 verse 20. We do not know what to do, but our eyes are on you. And a prophet spoke forth, and the prophet who spoke God's heart said, Do not fear or be dismayed, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Yesterday we learned from these scriptures that we do things for thy namesake, not just to be led and guided by the Lord, but in all areas of our lives, we should do things for his sake. And that really is a personification of deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow me. That's exactly what Jesus said.
3: And when we do that, Shelley, we really do find the sufficiency of God, we find that his grace is sufficient for us.
2: Amen. So we saw that God has invited us to guide and lead us with his eye upon us. Thirdly, we are to keep our eyes on the Lord in the midst of a difficult situation, just as Jehoshaphat did. He said, I don't know what to do. We don't know what to do, but our eyes are on you. That's what God wants initially, not just at the end when all else fails. Are these the
3: lessons, Shelley? These
2: are the lessons that we've been teaching this week. And in Second Chronicles, we saw that Judah praised the Lord even before the battle began. That's amazing. Everything we're talking about today, through the course of this week is so contrary to the natural way of doing things. And we have to live in the spirit and not live out of our natural lives. And, of course, one of the main lessons, Junie, was not to fear, but to trust the Lord. And yesterday we read two scriptures which really describe our dependency on the Lord. And one was from John uh, chapter 15, I believe. Hold on, I'll get it in a second. John chapter 15, verse five. Jesus said, apart from me, you can do nothing. And then we read in Philippians chapter four, verse 13, I can do all things through him who strengthens me. So on the one hand, Jesus is saying, without me, you can do nothing, but I can do all things through him who strengthens me. So powerful verses, Junie. So yesterday we started to look at 2 Corinthians 12, verses 7 to 10, and that's where we'd like to pick it up right now. If you have your Bibles, go with us to 2 Corinthians 12, beginning at verse 7. And because of the surpassing greatness of the revelations, For this reason, to keep me from exalting myself, there was given me a thorn in the flesh, a messenger of Satan, to buffet me, to keep me from exalting myself. Concerning this, I entreated the Lord three times that it might depart from me. And he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for power is perfected in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, I will rather boast about my weaknesses that the power of Christ may dwell in me. Therefore, I am well content with weaknesses, with insults, with distresses, with persecutions, with difficulties, for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Junie, what can you say about such a mentality? I can say this. I wish we all had such a mentality because that that describes Paul's life. He's the one who said, it's not I that live, but it's Christ who lives in
3: me. And you know, Shelley, where you see here in verse 9, that the Lord said to Paul that his grace is sufficient for him to know that it. sometimes we think with a finger pointed, my grace is sufficient for you. But that's not the way the Lord was saying it to Paul. He was saying it in that all that I am and all that I have to give to you it will be sufficient for all that you need. And I think as we come to walk with the Lord and know him more and more, Shelley, we find that no matter what our circumstance or situation is, when we put our trust in the Lord, when our eyes are on the Lord, when we praise him and thank him in every situation that we find ourselves in, he shows us, he yes. reveals himself yes, Lord. to us that his grace, his life, is sufficient to bring us through whatever trial we're going through.
2: Another thing, Junie, I pray that we, as well as our listeners, learn that if we do not acknowledge our weakness, we limit the Lord from demonstrating his power. And really, there are only two ways of lightening a burden. That burden has to be eliminated or at least have its effect diminished. Or number two, have our strength increased, Enable to bear it. That's why Jesus says, my grace is sufficient for you. God's strength works in our weakness. Our weakness must be conscious and that consciousness must be converted into dependence upon him.
3: You know, before we started to record this program, we read about a young boy, five years old, who was taken home to be with the Lord was diagnosed with the brain tumor less than a month ago, and in less than four weeks he was taken. And he has a twin brother in the earth and parents who, how do you bear that, Shelley? Really? And I think of uh, Faith, who was six years old, when the Lord took her home, and I remember her mom, Stacy. She actually could not bear the pain of the morning, at m o u r n i n g. It would it would like overtake her, and she knew the Lord and Grace knew the Lord. Grace loved the Lord, uh, Faith loved the Lord. She had a sister, Grace. But um, the point I wanted to make is, one morning, Faithy's mom called me and said, June the mourning, M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G, has lifted. And God brought her through that loss with still loving the Lord, still knowing his grace was sufficient, having a sense beyond what's human that she would see faith again. And I think that that really is, Shelley, um, an experience that shows the sufficiency yes. of the Lord. Yes, it does. And sometimes I wonder, Shelley, how people live without the knowledge of God, without a relationship mm. with God, because there are so many things in life that just undo us, and we turn to liquor or drugs or sex or or uh, pornography or something that just sort of dulls our being, rather than turning to the Lord and experiencing from him his grace and his comfort and his deliverance and his help and especially, Shelley, his love. Amen.
2: Our Our recognized needs and weaknesses really become the open door for God's grace to operate in our lives. Paul even says, Most gladly, therefore, I will rather boast about my weaknesses that the power of Christ may dwell in me. In verse 10 in the New King James Version, we read, I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in needs, in persecutions, in distresses, for Christ's sake, that's the key, for when I am weak, then I am strong.
3: And you know, Shelley, we find in chapter 1, uh, 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 6, godliness with contentment is great gain.
2: The interesting there, Junie, is the word in Greek for contentment, is sometimes translated sufficient.
3: And you know, Shelley, we can't know God's sufficiency unless we find godliness in a situation that we can't bear because in all weakness, he is made strong.
2: We read in 2 Corinthians 3.5, not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think of anything as being from ourselves but our sufficiency is from god
3: and in second peter chapter 1 verses 1 and 2 grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of god and of jesus our lord seeing that his divine power has granted to us everything pertaining to life and godliness through the true knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and excellence.
2: Hallelujah. So we need to remember the Lord is greater than Satan. According to First Corinthians fifteen fifty-five, He is stronger than death. He is our peace, Ephesians two fourteen. He is our hope, first Timothy one one. He is our life, Colossians three four. He is the way, the truth, and the life. He is faithful and true, Revelation nineteen eleven. He is the author and finisher of our faith, Hebrews twelve, one and two. He is the God of the whole earth, Isaiah 54, 5. He is the light of the world, the Holy One of Israel. He is our wonderful counselor, Isaiah 9, 6. He is the great I am.
3: And we see Shelley in Colossians 2, 9 and 10. For in him, all the fullness of the deity dwells in bodily form, and in him you have been made complete. Yes, Lord. And he is the head over all rule and authority.
2: Amen. Is he your sufficiency? Lord. This being Friday, we want to identify ourselves with our Jewish kinsmen by reciting the Shema. And if you know it, please say it along with us. Shema Yisrael,
3: Adonai Eloheinu, Adonai Echad, hear, O Israel. The Lord, Lord, our God, God, the Lord Lord is one.
2: Father, we thank you that you you are our sufficiency. Yes, Lord. I pray for our Jewish people who don't know you to reveal to them your sufficiency, that they cannot uh, continue to live on their own strength, but on the strength of the Lord
3: himself. And for the church, Lord, that you would strengthen us and cause us to live in purity and holiness. For your name's sake, Yes, in Jesus' name,
1: Dot com. That's Shelley and June Volk dot com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund.